0: Have a word from the Lord. We appreciate all the preachers, the pastors, and ministers in our church. I love all of you. We're glad for you to have all have a part in what you're doing. Here's one of my brother, my bosom buddies, right here. God bless Thank you. Amen. Good evening, everybody. I don't know about the premiere part, but uh, I'm here. Well, it's good to be in the house of the Lord. And I was thinking today that, uh, you know, what's going on in Houston, Texas, everybody knows about. Uh, I thought about that. You know, we live in Florida. And it would only take one storm like that. And we would be in the same situation that they're in. He said, that can never happen here. That's what they said. And. uh, Back in the early 60s when Hurricane Donna came through here, it destroyed everything on uh, out at uh, Ponda Vidra in Jacksonville Beach. I wasn't here, but I, went, I came down and saw the aftermath. After after so we shall be thankful tonight. Hey, it's not raining outside. And I know you've been praying for it. Amen. Man, yeah, are you glad you're here tonight? Amen. I hope so, because I, I want to, um, uh, I'm going to sing a song, and I had a song uh, picked out to sing, and uh, today while I was on my way down to downtown Jacksonville, I just had that, a change of heart, just uh, thought, oh, I, that's not the song to sing. And so this is, I, I'm going to say that I probably have sang this song more than any song ever. Uh, When I traveled, it was the most requested song that I would would ever sing, and it's one I love to sing because I love the words of it. It's simply, all my songs are just about old anymore. It says, Who am I that a king would bleed and die for? I hope you enjoy it, we'll get into it. Think of how he came so far from glory, came and dwell among the lowly, such as I, to suffer shame, such as grace, on Mount Calvary, take my place. I ask Myself this question Who am I?
1: Oh, who Am I That a
0: king Would bleed And die for? Who am I That he Would pray Not my will thy the answer I may never know Why he ever loved me so To that old rugged cross he'd go For a And I'm reminded in his word I'll leave thee never If you won't be true, I'll give to you life forever. I wonder what I could have done to deserve God's only Son, to fight my battles to the one for who am I. Oh, who am I that a king would bleed and die for? Who am I that he would pray, not my will, thy Lord? The answer I may never know. Why? Rugged cross, he'd go for whom To that old rugged cross he'd go. For who am I? Amen. Thank you. Put this on a stand. A lot of times it's better for me. Praise God. Well, I'm glad you're here tonight. I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord. And I thank God for the privilege to be able to minister the word of the Lord tonight. And uh, before we do, let's pray. Father, we bless you and we thank you, Lord, because of your goodness unto us. So undeserving grace that you have poured out upon us, Lord. We thank you because we have an opportunity to be in the house of the Lord together, together in unity and in faith and agreement, and to come before your throne to worship you. I pray tonight that you will bless the word of the Lord unto our hearts, open up our minds, encourage each one of us, we ask it in Jesus' name, amen. Man, I want you to turn to the Book of Ephesians, if you would, for a scripture reading. And uh, I didn't know, and he didn't know, my my grandson Peyton was here tonight. When he found out I was going to preach, he called and said, "Would well, mama come by and pick him up?" So she dropped me off, and he's my number one fan. So I'm to But what he didn't know, he's going to be part of the sermon, so he'll be there. Amen. I want you to turn to the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, and it's a scripture we're all familiar with, verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Well, read that scripture one more time. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. If I was going to title my message tonight, I would simply title it this. The last time Satan danced. The last time Satan danced. And you may be wondering where this is going, and by the help of the Lord, I hope we go to a place that will help you tonight. When you read this scripture, you begin to realize that we are in a battle. If you think you're not in a battle, you are mistaken. When you became a born-again Christian and you begin to walk with the Lord, you enter the ring with the principalities and the powers of darkness to fight against them. Some people paint the streets that are going to be rosy and everything is going to be nice and easy, and for a while it seems to be that way. But the longer you work, walk with the Lord, you will still go through problems and trials will come your way. I'm going to confess to you tonight that 55 years ago, 55 years ago this month, back around the 14th of August, I gave my heart to the Lord, received the baptism of the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues, I was baptized in a cow pond in the name of the Lord and felt like a brand new creature in Christ, which I had become. In those 55 years, you can't see on the outside, I mean, I may look like I've been beat to death, but uh, on the inside, along with my wife and, of course, myself, I'm talking about tonight, I have a lot of scars, I have a lot of wounds. I, if you think the devil, now we don't actually fight him as much as we do principalities, and if you look up the word principalities, you will find out in the religious setting, that means angels, so when the devil came, he came with a third of the angels of heaven, so those principalities are fallen demons, or uh, fallen angels that are here, that beat up on us, and uh, I always thought, well, when you serve the Lord, everything's gonna be just hunky dory and dandy. But I want you to know today that I've had my eyes blocked, I've had my teeth almost knocked out, not literally, I'm talking about from the from the enemy. I've been knocked down, I've been punched, I've been kicked, I've been disappointed, I've had heartaches, I've had people hurt me. I've almost been to the place that I was destroyed. I'm opening myself up to you tonight for a reason. To let you, hopefully to get to the end of this here. But I've been knocked to the place where, and maybe you've never been there, but if you haven't served the Lord very long, you will get there someday and, and maybe you'll never get there. But there were times that I wanted to give up. There were times that I wanted to quit. I've had enough of this. I want to quit. I want to give up. This is ridiculous. I, I, I have got to a place before where I allowed to That's what happened. I allowed the enemy to stomp me down to places where I shouldn't have been. Has anybody ever been there? Oh, I see a few, and yeah, you've been there, haven't you? And I felt like giving up, and I thought, well, it's over, you know. The devil always wants you to make to think it's over. It's over. That's the end of it. You'll you'll never do anything else. That's over for you. You might as well throw in the towel. The fight is over, and he's won. Well, I want you to know that there's always hope in the Lord, as long as you don't lose your hope. You can get knocked down and punched and beaten and all of those things. But let me tell you something. Oh, I, I want to remind you of something. We'll use a, an example here. Back on February the 5th of this year, 2017, some of you may remember what took place. Some of you may not. But they played a game. Now, I don't watch much of it anymore, and that's my own personal reasons. I won't go into that. But they played a game called the Super Bowl. And it was between the Atlanta Falcons and the New England Patriots. I went over to my son's, Paul's house. He invited me to come over. And I went over, and they were rooting for Atlanta. I was rooting for the New England Patriots. Because I think, now, I got the pulpit tonight, so don't it, okay. I don't make it there. Okay. I think Bill Belichick and Tom Brady is the best coaching and best quarterback that's ever been in the NFL, regardless. And I'm a Browns fan. They'll never win nothing. I only watch them any. But anyhow, this game starts taking place, and uh, we're over having a good time and everything, and Peyton. He was here. He had no idea tonight. And he was there. Well, it wasn't very long in the game that the Falcons went down and they scored a touchdown. And then they scored another touchdown. And I'm thinking, oh, well, you know, that's nothing. Then they scored another touchdown. And just to remind you that at halftime, the score was the New England Patriots, 21, and the, uh, 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 pardon me, the, the Atlanta Falcons, 21, the New England Patriots, 3. And Peyton is over there. He's jumped up and down. You know, he's carrying on, he's jumping up and down. Oh, it's great, you know, and I didn't say anything. I'm, what am I going to say? I'm not on the field playing. He's having a good time. He's rubbing it in. You know, man, they're doing great. And they were. What can I say? Halftime came, and the halftime score, I think, was 21 to 3. No team ever in history had ever come back from a deficit of being down that much in the national football league. Well, I watched a little bit, and then I went home. I did that like football. She wasn't even over. She was in there watching something else, probably a lifetime. And I, I go in, and I said, I said, well, i come home. I said, I, I, I believe this came pretty well over. I said, it. It'd take a miracle. There's no team ever come back. It'd take a miracle. So I, I said, I'm gonna go in and watch some of that. So I went in the bedroom. I started watching a little bit, and pretty soon, you know, went, the score started coming up a little bit. I went, well, you know, it's pretty good. And then they got down, and they had about 18 minutes left in the game. Pretty soon, that score went from 28 to three to 28 to nine. Then they got in the fourth quarter, and the fourth quarter was 28 to 12. I walked in, I told my wife, I said, honey, I said, uh, you take a miracle for them to win. uh, It's never been done before. There's no way on earth that any team could ever do this. It's impossible, but I'm going to keep watching it. So in the fourth quarter, with uh, two minutes to go, the New England Patriots were down 28-20, to 20. less than two minutes to go. And all of a sudden, guess what? The New England Patriots tied the score, and I, I told my wife, I said, not only do they have to score a touchdown, they have to make, and she don't know what I'm talking about anyhow, I so said they, they can't just kick a field goal for an extra point. they got to go for two and make that. Well, they sure enough did that. When they tied that score, I picked the phone up. I called over to my son. I said, is Peyton there? Yeah. I said, Paul, is he still jumping up and down? He said, no, Dad. He's awful quiet. I said, I want you to give him a message. Would you tell him that Pawpaw is jumping in the bed, turning somersaults and going up and down? You know the rest of the story. In the final overtime, as soon as New England got the ball, they made the greatest comeback in the history of, of sports of any kind whatsoever. And they beat, if you're a Falcon fan, don't get mad at me. I wasn't on the field. But they got whipped 34-28. to 28. When there was no hope, they had a quarterback and a coach who never, Gives up, and he's the greatest. I've seen a lot of them. I know all about Otto Graham, Johnny Unitas, all of them. Not gonna argue with. Not here to preach about football. I'm just telling you, he's the greatest quarterback. Terry Bradshaw said he's the greatest quarterback he's ever seen in his life. They have five Super Bowl rings. So does so the So does the Steelers. I'm, I'm gonna help you out a little bit. I'm going somewhere with this. But they're the only team that has five Super Bowl rings with the same coach and the same quarterback. What a comeback that was. You'll have to admit, that was great. If you didn't like football, you said, man, what a fantastic, I thought Peyton was painting and things for a year. I did. I told him, you know, I'm, I wasn't really, I wish I could have done somersaults. I was jumping and carrying on and everything, but the greatest comeback there. Why? Because they didn't give up in the face of defeat looking at them. Folks, if we're going to run this race and keep running, there's going to be things that will get in our way. There'll be things that that will be in our road to roadblock us. There will be situations we'll have to deal with. And this is a time that you have to call upon the greatest one of all, and his name is Jesus. Amen. So, I want to tell you about this principalities and powers. Jesus faced principalities and powers head on. First of all, he was tempted three times, and I want to Read that scripture here. I want to get it just right, if I may. It's found in three of the Gospels, but I'm going to read the one from the book of Luke. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led around by the Spirit into the wilderness. Have you ever been in a wilderness experience? If not, you will go in one. For forty days, being tempted by the devil, he ate nothing during those days, and when they had ended, he became hungry. And the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. You're hungry? Your flesh is hungry? If you're that hungry after 40 days, I've been with you out here in this wilderness watching you for 40 days. I know you're hungry. All you have to do, you have the power. If you're the Son of God, turn these stones into bread. And
1: Jesus answered him and said, It is written,
0: Man shall not live by bread alone. And then the devil didn't see if he would trick him up on that one. Jesus would have failed right there. Satan don't give up, so he goes to the next. He, he went from the fleshly part of eating. Now he's going somewhere else. He says, no. And Satan, he, he led him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, I will give you all the domain and its glory, for it has been handed over to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, Jesus, if you will worship me, it shall be yours. So now he saying to him, All you have to do is worship me, It'll be yours. I'll give it all to you. Recognition. You'll be recognized. All you have to do is worship me. And then it says, Therefore, if you worship me, it shall be all yours. The devil wants to turn you into worshiping Something you should not worship. Jesus answered him, it's written, You shall worship the Lord your God and serve Him only. Man, he didn't fall for it, did We fall for all kinds of little old Maybe you don't. I've had. Pastor Bill, he served the Lord longer than I have. I'm, I'm sure he can get up here and tell you something. He's not going to tell you some things that he's went through. i will show sure that. And I'm not going to tell you things that I've went through. I don't want anybody getting in my closet, dragging out my bones. Remember that song, digging up bones? Sell them a closet. Don't dig up my bones. I don't want you to in my closet because there's things in there I don't want anybody to see. And I'm ashamed of Now, I know all y'all are perfect. <clears throat> y'all don't have anything in your closet here. Well, I'm glad it's under the blood of the Lord, I can tell you that. I didn't give up. So I said, now he led him to Jerusalem, the city of God, and had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple, way up where he could see everything. And he said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written. Isn't it amazing how the devil can quote Scripture? I'm going to tell you something. I can quote scripture, but I had to have my—I'm but I have to have my Bible to show you where it's at. I, I know some preachers and some pastors that can get up and they can quote scripture like I tell you that line and verse and that chapter and all that. Well, I'm not—that's not me. I don't—that's one gift I, I did not get. I know the scripture. I know where to find him, but if you say, "Tell me the chapter, verse," I'm not going to know here. I'm going to go here and find. Him. You say, how come? I don't know. Just made up differently, I guess. But anyhow, he's there, and uh, he takes him up and he shows him. He says, "Why don't you just throw yourself down off of this temple?" Just go ahead and do it. Show the power that you have. (laughs) Look at what will take place. For it is written, if you just stumble or dash your foot, stop your tongue against a rock, you just fall. The angels will come and bear you up. That's what he said. He says, and on their hands they will bear you up so that you will. And Jesus looked at him and said, get behind me, Satan, for thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God, and you only serve him. You know, we should not be surprised that we are undated with with trials and problems. We're dated with that because the Bible tells us that we're going to have trials and tribulations. I know today people preach a lot of positivity and, and, and I believe in that. But you have to realize we're in a battle. We're in a fight. I do counseling all the time and I look at them and I tell them you know, the devil wants to first of all, he wants to steal from you he wants to kill you he's not satisfied. he wants to destroy you he's not he's not happy you just stumble he's not happy you just miss your church once uh miss your church once he's not happy you just doing one thing he wants to get you to where you won't even come to the house of God and don't misunderstand what I'm saying, but do not under, here's our problem today, we underestimate the powers of the prince of darkness of this world. We underestimate him. I don't want to give him any glory. I wish he had never fooled with me. I wish he had never fooled with me again. But I'm going to tell you, every day that goes by, I have to put up with that ugly beast that we call Satan. I have to put up with him every day. He's in my ear every day. Not one, not just every other day. Every day he's there. Y'all look surprised. y'all think that preachers, man, we have probably gotten more than one child do. is at us continue? Is the devil ever to y'all? Does he ever get after y'all? Huh? Or am I just preaching the pews tonight? My mother, mother. bless her heart. That's what i saying in West Virginia. When you say bless her heart, that means you say anything you want about my, my mother, they, they just had a, a an old saying, I don't know if I believe it or not, but it's all right. They'd have a real good service, a real outpouring of the Holy Ghost. And, and people worship the Lord and everything, and maybe it'd be on a Sunday night, and she said, tomorrow, be, be just watch out. Because every time that you get on a high from the Lord, and He pours His Spirit out on you, and everything is going hunky-dory, and you're up on top of the mountain, Look out tomorrow, a problem's going to come your way. I, I tend to believe that she knew what she was talking about. Isn't that the way it is? We're walking along and everything. And then all of a sudden, sudden something comes along you're not expecting and throws you for a loop. Huh? well Jesus got rid of Satan there but Satan wasn't through he got in the ears of Judas and I don't have time to go into every detail here he got into the ears of Judas and into the mind of Judas and Judas betrayed the Lord with a kiss. 30 pieces of silver. And then Satan got into the hearts of, of the priest and the high priest and they concocted a trial. They had false witnesses. Satan looked on. Found him guilty. Stirred the crowd up. Crowd said, Crucify him, kill him. What happened? Satan was there. They took Jesus out. They hung him on a cross. They drove nails into his hands and his feet. Hung him there. Then the spear went in, and the water and the blood came forth. Jesus said, It's finished. It's over. I've done what I've accomplished. That's it. When that happened, he took that body down. Satan called a party together. He called all the... Allow me to use my imagination. Is that okay? He had all the principalities of the world and all the darkness to come with him. I don't know if they were in hell or But they had a party. And they started dancing. Just use my imagination. And they're dancing. They're dancing the Watoosin. They're dancing the twist. They're doing the line dance. They're doing the boots scootin' boogie. I like, by the way, I like to dance, you know. People don't believe in dance, but I still like to dance. But they're doing every kind of dance that you can think of. And they're having a party. Hell's having a party. (coughs) <coughs> Hell's having a party. The devil's having a party. Why? Because I finally defeated the Son of God. He's not the Son of God. He's dead in a tomb somewhere. And he starts dancing, prancing around. Yeah, but, oh, kind of remind me. Now, I'm not calling him a devil. But it kind of reminds me about the football game, you know. You prancing Well, dancing. It's over. It's over. Hey, there's no way the Patriots can come back. There's no way you can win. There's no way you can get up. There's no way you can get through this battle. There's no way you can win this now. You might as well give it up and throw in the towel. Oh, you're talking about a big surprise. I really don't know. What was the first day, second day, or the third day when he resurrected out of the grave? But I do know one thing. Sometime in between that cross when he died and that resurrection, Jesus. to the next verse there, it will tell you, therefore, therefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and if there was ever an evil day you were in for. And having done all, have you done all, you can do. far away at once. You know what? We're never as far away from God as we think we are. And He's never far as far away from us as we think He is. Because He says, I'm a friend that sticks closer than a brother. I will never leave you nor forsake you. He said, did I go up? Yeah, I did. I went up. I don't know what kind of prayer I prayed. I can not even tell you what I prayed. I went up and I prayed. And that was the start of it again. That's a long time ago. But first, I want you to know Satan's not dancing anymore. That's the last time he ever danced. If he did dance, and he probably did dance. That's the last time he celebrated. Because he's not going to celebrate anymore. Because he knows what his days are, and he's doomed. I know what my days are, and they're not doomed. I know what's coming my way. This world is not my home. This is an old song we say. This world is not my home. I'm just the passing through. My treasures are laid up. Somewhere beyond the blue The angels beckon me From heaven's open doors And I can't feel at home In this world anymore Oh Lord, you know That I have no fear like you Heaven's not my home, dear Lord What would I do? Would you stand? We're not going to leave on a down note. We are victorious. We've been knocked down, kicked, stomped, whatever you want to describe it all of us, haven't we? But guess what? God is a good God all the time. And I'm not down. I'm not. I'm on the mountain. I may go through some more valleys, but I'm on the mountain. He's not going to keep me in the valley. I'm going to be on the mountaintop. We're going to, before we pray or whatever, I'm trying to pass the Bill. We're going to sing this song. He's going to play it for us sometime. We're going to sing it. You probably know it. And I said, God is good. All the time. You are good. All the time. Just waiting on Ridge. Say it again, you are good. Amen. I feel like singing. Bringing a joyful noise all the moment. Turn, turn up a little more. There we go. Amen. We were overcomers tonight. He's not going to keep us down. Oh, yeah, Amen. You are good and your mercy endureth forever. You, that's the way you feel. Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. People from every nation and time. From generation to generation, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you. We worship you. Sing it to the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you. For who you are, you are good. Amen. See you direct forever. People from every nation and tongue, from generation to generation, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We worship you for who you are. spot. Thank you, Brother James.